Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Dan. Today we are going to discuss a game called Ether One. Ether One is from dev and publisher White Paper Games. It was released around March of 2014. I don't think there's any recent reviews for this one, uh, but all reviews mostly positive, but only 295 reviews, which I'm kind of surprised. I thought a lot of people played this game. Evidently not. <laughs> it seems, uh, or they haven't been bothered to um, write a review about it. It's $20 at base. I would definitely not pay that for it. What would you recommend people buy this at? 10 Half price sale, maybe? Yeah, see, I want to go for five. <laughs> I mean, I'd go for, I'd go for one or three, but I mean, reasonably, <laughs> I mean, I got about 10 hours out of the game, so 10, 10 bucks, I would be happy enough to pay for it. 20 is a bit steep. Yes. I love the look of the game. I think that they did a great job with that. I think that the first section is quite good. A little weird, but quite good. And then the game just becomes very weird in a way that's not like, ooh, this is one of Darren's weird indie games. It's just some really unusual choices they made as far as gameplay. We won't get into it now because we're still in the spoiler-free section, but I will say that the primary reason I would want to play the game is easily skipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've written down here in big, big black letters, this is a game of oxymorons, man. It just contradicts itself entirely the whole way through it. What a bizarre game. Which leads me to more describe this game as a walking sim as opposed to a puzzle game. Even though there are a ton of puzzles in it, but that's mostly what I ended up skipping. Yes. And a lot of times inadvertently because the walking sim part was more obvious. We'll get into it, but I do want to know, as a walking sim, did you like this game? Yes. So I think that kind of leads into... How I would recommend it. If you are a walking sim person, you might really enjoy this game. That is why my you know, $5 <laughs> is way lower because I don't enjoy walking sims. Yeah. We've talked about that multiple times. We keep trying. And this one wasn't meant to be. It was kind of inadvertently became one. And I wasn't as happy. It's not terrible, but it's not great. And it kind of... I don't want to say it lies to you, but... When the game starts out, you're like, oh, you're getting this, I got this kind of Bioshock feeling from it, or I, I, and I got like this kind of puzzle game feeling from it. And then the game just completely flips and changes location, setting, tone, feeling, everything. It's such a weird game. <laughs> All right, let's just get right into the spoilers for this game, man. This is just such a bizarre game. I personally, I will only recommend it. As I said, if to you're me. walking sim, to you, definitely. <laughs> and people who love indie games, people who love walking sims, if you're in it for puzzles, skip this one. Honestly, is what I would say. Or if you have, I would say, don't skip it for puzzles. If you've got some level of self-control where you can force yourself to do the things that you are not asked to do, then do it. Because the puzzles are quite interesting and they're quite hard. So I would I, say the opposite. I would say get it if you're a puzzle fan because it's got some really hard puzzles. Yes, hard but incredibly obscure. Yes. And in my opinion, a lot of the puzzles I did felt stupid. <laughs> Not stupid like, oh, this is so obvious. The code is one, two, three. But a lot of 
you have to look everywhere. You have to make random connections for some of these things. Yeah. And then you pick up an object and then you put it down to trade it for something somewhere else. And then you think to yourself, oh, where did I leave that? Yes. There's a lot of that. It's <laughs> it's like the mist style of, oh, just pick up random stuff. But you can only pick up one thing at a time and go back and forth. All right. We need to get into the game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, let's just go for it. I'm going to say, he can he can say, Darren, my friend, can say, play it for the puzzles, but I'm going to say, it's not worth it for the puzzles. But we can't really get into it till we start talking about the puzzles. Let's get into it. Here it is, your spoiler warning. We're going to start off. Let's talk about your, what you refer to as a Bioshock <laughs> beginning, which I didn't get the feeling of Bioshock, but I very quickly felt I knew what was going on in the story. I mean, they even have a lighthouse. Like, yeah, it's Bioshock all over it, man. (laughs) Yeah, because no other game, dear Esther, has a lighthouse. (laughs) Dear Esther is obviously a Bioshock clone, yeah. We're going to have, like I said, the cutscene with some audio. Um, Lots of audio. Man leaves a voice message warning against going to an island. And we see... Is it like a patient? And then we're going to go into like a lobby with posters talking about reaching memories. And it's almost the propaganda style posters of Portal, but not funny. Right, yeah. They're meant to be more serious. And it is called, uh, I believe, Ether, right, is the name of the company. Yeah. Do you think that they meant this to be Ether 1, and then they were going to make an Ether 2. No, I don't think so. Definitely not. I I'm, think just one after a name sounds cool. Any, is, any is number. It? Because I was a bit baffled as to why they chose to call it Ether 1 instead of just Ether. Ether. I haven't given it any thought. Just numbers after names sounds cool. Is this the first success that they have? As a game studio or or in-game lore? In-game lore, this patient. Well, it's not really a success story at all. They're being shut down, aren't they? And this is this is their last-ditch effort at keeping the company open and alive. Well, exactly. So if this is their last-ditch effort, then they probably haven't had success before. So perhaps that is the one. Maybe. You are the first success. Yeah. Okay, we're in the spoiler section. Obviously, this is going to deal with... We're talking about retrieving memories and... It's going to be dealing with things like senility, dementia, possibly Alzheimer's, all of those kind of things that will affect your mental abilities. Did you catch that we were that person or not? I, I mean, I, I didn't until towards the end. And then there was like an obvious mistake in the dialogue. Like, I think that they did it on purpose to hint, hey realize you you are the patient you're not actually i got about maybe halfway through it and then i watched a movie on netflix that i hadn't seen for a long time which i can't say because the spoilers for that movie and then i was like oh they're doing this for that you know so i didn't but i also didn't really care no i didn't care either that's the whole the problem there's just there's a difference between writing a good story and focusing that and channeling you through it like a walking sim does so again i like the walking sim aspect of this but there's a huge problem with it is walking sims will funnel you 
and they'll give you a sense of an open world, but they'll they'll funnel you through it so you get all the story or ninety percent of the story. This the story is there, and I'm I'm I think it's probably quite good, but it's scattered so far and wide and thin through little audio logs and little bits of paper and little little interactions with objects that I never got a full sense of the story or the character. So by the end of the thing, I just didn't care, man. I think as well you have the issue of nothing is in order. Right. Which would fit a kind of mind that is struggling to maintain itself and and to try to retrieve these memories. You only get bits and images and tiny little bits throughout and none of them connect and they don't make sense. And yes, I understand that. But for us, I mean, this kind of goes back to what Hellblade sent you a sacrifice. I understand that you're trying to make me feel what they're going through. But in a way, for me, you're kind of messing up the story by not giving me the story in a more coherent manner. But again, at least with that game, you were on a... It was on rail, railroad, wasn't it? So, I mean... That is true. I mean, that you were going in the order they wanted you to. You couldn't do anything else. This one, in each section, you can find bits of different parts of the story all over the place, and not all of them have to do with your character. You're getting bits that have to do with other random Some people guy in got, the mind. Some guy got kicked out of a bar, and then what's the big deal about that? I don't know, just some bits. Was that not his father? I think, so. and again, I don't his, know who any of these characters are, because I just didn't pay attention, man. Well, his father is definitely an alcoholic. Yes. And that, I think think was a reflection of didn't his mother die or something yes i, th- I, th- I assume that dad killed her as well <laughs> I, don't, I don't think no so. i mean she was dead in the house and the dad was an alcoholic i, I, I thought it was like oh uh, well it could be then because i found a, there's a section much later on where there's like the, the house is like cordoned off with that police tape in the kitchen so i assumed that the, could mom, be, yeah. the mom was dead and she was All murdered right. just to be completely open with the listeners uh, due to some COVID stuff that's happened recently, we haven't been able to record in like three, four weeks. Yeah, and we played this ages ago, <laughs> and I and I lost all my notes. <laughs> we were we were ready to record Absolute three, four weeks ago, <laughs> and so I yeah I haven't jumped back into the game. <laughs> yeah, big surprise. Yeah, I'll play this again just to refresh my memory. So there will be bits of that that probably I barely understood or barely got the first time that. A month later, yeah, my my memory is as hazy as the one in the game. Right. So, uh, feel free to leave comments and tell us about the story where we're wrong. We'll just trust you. <laughs> well, I will anyway. You go in. Let's let's do the first section, which is yeah, it is very different than the rest of it. But I didn't mind. I understood what we were doing. Yeah. You are in some ways kind of railroaded here because there are other doors, but they're all locked. You can't get into oh, they're them. just dead ends. There's nothing in them, yeah. There's a fun bit with a note about the practical joke, and if you catch that and don't put in the wrong fuse the first time, you get a achievement. I got the achievement, even though I still messed up because the game didn't teach me how to read each item as I pick it up. It, there, there definitely is something that tells you how to do that somewhere. Because you, you pick it up. Now, I can pick it up, and it tells me how, if I pick up a note, how to read the note. But 
it doesn't tell me how to find the description of the item when I pick it up. It definitely does. It okay. definitely does. But it's a line of like um, instruction on the page. If you mm-hmm. blink, you'll miss it. But okay. it's basically, it'll tell you right at the bottom and just say, you know, it's not in a note or in an audio log. It's just like, hold down left mouse button to get the information. Because I did it. Otherwise, I'd be stuck on the first level for ages. But much later on, that comes into play again. And I completely forgot about it. And it it's ruined pretty easy an hour. To about. Yeah. <laughs> it ruined an hour of my game, at least. There's the check-in at the desk. Oh, I can't get there. Can you just sign in at the thing? Mm-hmm. And this is where you have the somewhat interesting, somewhat annoying mechanic of writing on things. Mm. Because each field you have to click on one at a time. But you can, even from controller, I could switch over to my keyboard and type it instead of uh, okay. using the controller to slowly type things out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who I was, though, so I was just, I think I just put my name yeah. in for that one. <laughs> and they accepted it, which means they'll just accept any name. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then I found that note, but then... All the fuses look the same, so I didn't know what fuse to put in. So I still put in the wrong fuse, but because I took out the original one, I guess the game was nice enough to give me the achievement. Right. But that took me quite a while because I didn't know how to look at the, the names. Because looking at the names is what tells you, oh, this one's 25, this one's 75, this one's 300. But do that, and then you finally get into what the game actually is you get into the chair and then you get zipped into this new world which i think when you get zipped in you're not in the like the hub at this point right you go straight to the what i call the adventure game (laughs) tutorial i think you again i can't remember i thought you went straight to the hub and then you had to walk because the hub isn't that big I mean, can we just talk about the hub br- briefly? Actually, yeah, we can talk about that now because we do go right to the hub. Right, so yeah. Let's so let's talk about it. You see a painting, restored projector, zero out of 20 is the first thing you see. Yeah, it's like a hub where it's, it's got all your stats for the games. It's got your notes for the games that the game deems worthy enough to post for you. And you've got the you've got a safe with um, empty code things like um, code rings that you have to find in the game. You've got um, a big map, a projected map on the wall. You've got four doors with music boxes. And then you've got like the chair. Well, you don't know their music boxes. Not yet, yeah, yeah. And then you've got this this chair from the Matrix that uh, Neo sits in when he's being told about the Matrix, funnily enough, because that's just basically what this game is, isn't it? Uh, but it's a kind of a cool mechanic and they've done it well. It would be rage inducing if you had to like, when you go in and out of the world, if you were placed in a different place, they've seamlessly, like, as soon as you get an object that you want to save or or keep on the shelves that are behind you, you just, like, press T, you zip out of that world, you can put it down, you can press T again, and I'll take you exactly back to where you were. Otherwise, if this game would be a real mess, but that must have been quite hard to do, to be honest, man. It's well done. That part is well done, though having to go in and out to get your inventory. Just have an inventory. I mean, it would be it would get quite big because you can pick up tons of stuff. But if you limited it or give us like a Resident Evil style briefcase with like only X amount of squares in it, um, 
then we would learn to like only pick up the useful stuff and you wouldn't be like me picking up every beer glass in the pub. The problem is you don't know what's going to be useful. This has a very adventure game logic to it, which is to say very little logic. Yeah. <laughs> so there are some things that make absolute sense and there are some things that you go, why would that happen? Why would that work? Yeah, yeah. A, 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 a hammer that makes sounds on a pipe. Like, do I really do I really need that? Yes, twice. To make sounds on a pipe? Obviously, I didn't do that puzzle. There's a puzzle where you have to ring those two pipes, there's a co- copper pipe and an iron pipe, and if you hit them in a like musical note succession, a cart will come down. It was a way of... It must have been a real way of signaling in minds to like, hey, send us more of this stuff, like ding, ding, dong, like that. It's kind of a three-tone puzzle thing. Okay. And it solves something, but there's a lot of weird stuff in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and this feels to me, at least it felt to me, like it was going to be something amazing. I was very excited at the prospect of finding the dials for the big safe. And what are all these things near... I can't remember if the projector was there right away at the beginning, but all the slots, which you will find out will be film slots for Mm. the projector, what's going to be here, and that huge wall of the map not not the map but the i'm thinking of the white light sort of like where you'd pop an x-ray up ah yes a light box on the wall essentially yeah wow there's going to be a lot (laughs) and then i didn't do any of it so yeah i have it so but let's get into what i would refer to as the tutorial section so we go into The Devlin Mine, which I guess is not the mine area that you got lost in a lot. The mine is so funny as well. I guessed the password of that door. I didn't find it. (laughs) I I lucked into it. That's insane. It's it's, it's a four-digit combination lock, and I got it in three moves. (laughs) All right, so this Devlin Mine, there are notes that indicate the mine is going to be shut down and equipment is in desperate need of repairs. There's bad morale everywhere. You need the door code. So if you just look on, there's a plate that says, like, made in 1670 or something. Oh, is that what it was, right? (laughs) How did you guess 1670? I don't know. You're going to see a note that says, if you can, please return the manual on air shaft ventilation, something like that. Right. So when you find that, you can put that, Onto that place on the table, which is a, it's kind of a cool mechanic, but kind of weird. It's not intuitive. Yeah. There's a lot about this game that is not intuitive, but once you do it the first time, then you know to look forward. So all of these little mats, you know, from now on, look for that. You can put something on here. Yes. And when you do, either something will happen or something will appear. I think this is where the bottle appears. Or this is a way for you to get something, like to place something somewhere for later kind of thing as well. So you take this, you put it into the press, crushes it, but leaves you a nice jagged piece that you can use to cut the pipes and get through that section. And then you have to basically turn back around and go back uh, because you need to go to 
that area where the, the projector has now gone from being on the ground to, oh, you solved our puzzle. Here's the projector. And you hear the little recording of the psychiatrist, scientist, whatever, who says, I believe is the one about the perfume. Mm-hmm. Oh, the perfume seems to have helped her memories today. And maybe I'll try again, but with no perfume and see if she can have the same memories. A door opens. And this is, that's why I say this is a, the tutorial, because a lot of this stuff, you are very streamlined as to where you're supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And you're meant to, you can't do the projector until you've done the other parts. Like everything mm-hmm. is a little bit at a time. And then you get to go to, I believe is the first area with the glowing crystals where you have to break them or something like that. Yeah. To heal. These are, what did she refer to as, well, Phyllis is our guide, the scientist, mm-hmm. psychiatrist. She is saying that it's like a buildup in the mind that is blocking That's something. Right. I don't know if there's any real science behind any of this. And I'm not sure I'm really going to give it the credit <laughs> of that. But you destroy those and that opens up the passageway. And yeah, then you get sucked out and back to the main area, back mm-hmm. to the hub. So you basically, the, the, the game from this point takes two main routes from here. One is you find these uh, ribbons. Yes. And those ribbons give you a little bit of extra story. There's eight ribbons per area. Or optionally, you can solve these puzzles that are in just dotted around these projector puzzles, which are you'll find a broken projector in a house or in a, in, a, in an area. And usually within that area, there's a puzzle. But you don't know what the puzzle is sometimes. Sometimes you need to grab information or items from other places on the map. Yes, because I had to do... The one in the pub was you had to write on a painting the name of the beer and like what year it was from or something like that. Then when you open up the painting, there's a lock, uh, another combination lock. And you had to get that from somewhere else. And of course, I picked that up, was walking around with it for ages and then was like, nah, I need this thing instead. And I put it down somewhere so I couldn't remember where I'd put it. So I had to go around the whole island again, backtracking, retracing my steps. And then uh, eventually put it in and I was like, oh, I don't know what the, the combination is. But I got it. And then inside there's nothing. It's just like a, a, a note that doesn't really do anything. But it solves the, it solves the, uh, no, no, it was a key to the door. And then you get into there and then there's something else. But I mean, I didn't care. I really didn't care. And so I quickly, quickly soured on the puzzles, man, because. It's funny you say that because I also quickly did. But mine was the coffee puzzle. Oh, you made it as far. So you you made it a lot further than I did with the puzzles because the coffee puzzle. No, 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 no. I missed a whole bunch inadvertently. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, right. Because you may see the projector there. But even then, I was a bit stumped as to exactly how that worked or what right. was going on with that. So I didn't know, oh, if there's a projector, there's a puzzle nearby. As far as I knew, this was a bit mist-like, and the puzzle could be all over the place, right, the right. whole island. Mm-hmm. So I was just completely lost. I picked up a bunch of things, didn't know if they were important. My right. shelves were getting full. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I basically found a walkthrough 
somebody very helpfully put a full list of puzzles and many things on one of the Steam discussions. Okay. With the black lines across the... Spoilers? Yeah. Spoiler tag things? So, the spoiler tags and a series of hints. So, I could try to do it without just being told what to do. Mm -hmm. And the coffee puzzle was the one I looked out for because I could tell exactly what's supposed to happen here. There's a note that says, I don't start my day without coffee. Something like that. I can see one of those mats on the desk. I know that I've got to get coffee here. But I don't know how to do it. I see the coffee machine. It makes no sense. Two grains. Only two grains. Only two grains. Two grains of a cleaner, it seems like. (laughs) I don't know what that's I never put coffee in there. Just two grains of the cleaner. Yeah, I've got no idea. I spent 30 minutes making this cup of coffee, man. I just, I just, you know, world's hardest cup of coffee to make. Because <laughs> um, I had a cup, but it wasn't the right cup. Because you can't do it with any cup. And You've got to get the one out of the locker. Which, I did love the secret bottom of the desk drawer. But it didn't work for me, because I couldn't pick up that piece of paper. And so... What I, <laughs> that would be a nice. So what I did was I yeah. took I got my phone and I took a picture of my screen and then I zoomed in on my phone to try and find the numbers of all those people. I had to go through it because it's got a list of lo- names with locker numbers. Right, you couldn't pick that up. I couldn't pick it up. I could. Yeah, it was a bug. I eventually picked it up after I solved the puzzle. I went because I went back and it's like oh now I can pick up this piece of paper. Fat lot of luck that did. My problem was. You can only hold one thing at a time. Yeah. So <laughs> pick up the false bottom. Mm-hmm. But now, good luck picking up. I had trouble picking up the paper while also having the false bottom. Oh, maybe that's why I couldn't pick it up. And maybe. so I think what does, I ended up doing. Does our character doing, only have one arm then? Yeah, so I think what I ended up doing was going to the hub, leaving the false <laughs> bottom, going back, picking up the paper. Going back to the hub, swapping them, oh and then putting God. it back. Because I didn't want the false bottom on my shelves. My shelf space seemed like it was limited and I didn't want to... I didn't use the shelves once in the game. I used them all the time. didn't use them at all, man. That's how little I cared about the puzzles in this game. Which is <laughs> unusual for me because I love puzzle games. But I just... As soon as I found out, oh, this is a game that wants you to treat it like... And it's kind of interesting, is... You can treat it as a walking sim, or you can treat it as a puzzle game. But it's not its not telling you you have to treat it as a puzzle game. And so, because I didn't find the puzzles interesting at all, I just was like, okay, I'll just take the walking sim route. And that's what I did for the whole game. So I never used the shelves at all, man. With the coffee puzzle, I felt like, one, it's just two adventure game logic. Yeah. The instructions are there, but put... If you're not putting coffee in your coffee, what's the point? It makes no sense. Maybe you're trying to poison the warden. Because that was, that, was, that was what the cup the cup was. It wasn't. It was world's best warden. Yeah, well, that's... And it was in that guy's locker because apparently he had stolen it. Right. We're not told that, but it's heavily implied. And the mm-hmm. guy suggests that as well. So he and I both thought the same thing. I think that that's definitely what happened. Mm-hmm. I... Was a little... Did you go through and open all the lockers? Yeah. Because some of them weren't labeled. So, do you have to start just 
guessing. process of elimination. That just seemed way too complicated to get a projector that gave me a bit of story that didn't really give me much. And it doesn't allow me to progress in the game because it's not necessary. You're taking the three reasons I would do this puzzle. Either it's a very interesting puzzle. Yep, not. Or it gives me some very good insight into the story, which it didn't. Or you are going to let me progress into the game, but you already do that. So why should I bother? There's absolutely no point. There's no point. I think it's a great idea, but it's just executed horribly. Like, I'd love to see a game like this where you could choose to do it this way or you could choose to do it that way, but I want the other way to matter because it just doesn't. I think that we've seen this in some other games. Like, I would say probably things like the Resident Evil games. There are, and Silent Hill certainly, there are bonus things you can do which will give you a different ending. Okay, yes, optional puzzles kind of thing. But they've gone for a game filled with optional puzzles. That's weird. Where that was my incentive for playing. Right. And I can't fault them for leaving puzzle as a tag because there are puzzles in it. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it doesn't fit the mold of any genre or type or... Yeah, I mean... Can I just give you a few? I wrote down a couple of examples, like yeah, of, of why I said this. This is a game of oxymorons, right? One of them is so it's like it's got this thing where it's a puzzle game, but it's not a puzzle game. I don't understand how a puzzle game can go out of its way to not be a puzzle game. That's just bizarre. Um, other things are like um, it's uh, there's just weird bits in it where the 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 um, the voice is American, but the voiceover. Uh, from the from one of the characters is American, but every, everyone else is English in the game. Yes, I did find that a bit disconcerting. That's weird, right? And also, you get this. There's this one part, and I wrote it down because I was just like, this just would never be said in the UK. And that says, "Mum, M U M, Mum says you're grounded." We don't ever say grounded in the UK, so it's like. Pick a side. Like, what's going on with this game? Why are you going out of your way to confuse me? <laughs> um, well, how would you say it? Uh, we wouldn't say grounded. We'd just say, you're not going out or something like that. Like, mm. we, don't, we don't have a word for grounded. Grounded is a really American term that we've kind of absorbed. Um, but it's like... Well, it's, you've absorbed it now, but you wouldn't have used it back in... Not when I was a kid, for sure. And certainly not whenever this, this is meant yeah, to take place. Yeah, exactly. But it's like... What else did I write down here? I've got, it's the easiest hard game that I've played. It's a puzzle game with no puzzles. It's a walking sim with no rails. So an, an open world walking sim just doesn't work. It's entirely predictable, but I'm still not really sure who any of the characters are or even anything about them, and I don't care about them at all. All of the information is just scattered everywhere. So it's like, it was just impossible for me to keep up. And then at the end of my thoughts there, I was thinking... Are they trying to simulate dementia by confusing me so much? I definitely think that, like I said before, I think the story bits, the way that they give them to you, I think is meant to reflect that. Though you definitely get some... Another thing that confuses you, it's a bit like... Have you ever watched the movie Source Code? Yeah. One of the problems I have with Source Code is that as the character is designed to go back in 
through sort of the memories of the people who are there, the characters seeing things that none of those characters would have seen. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make any sense to me. That seems impossible. That is much like what this feels like to me. Right. There are all sorts of notes and things around the village that I just think he would never have seen. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. And all the voiceover stuff is coming from, like most of it comes from Gene. But it should be Gene as an adult, but it sounds like Gene is like an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me. That's incredibly confusing. Now, they very well may have known each other then, but I believe at the end were to imply that a lot of the recordings that we were hearing of Jean were stuff that she left that she recorded, not as an eight-year-old, but as an adult after she had found him. So that doesn't make any sense to Mm me. I believe the young voice that's left on the voicemail system or machine, whatever, that's probably his son? I think so, yeah. But we don't really get anything about children. That there's, a, there's a school later on, which was... Yeah, but that's where... That's where he went to school, isn't it? Or where something like that. Tom and Jean went to school. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his kids, no. as far as I know. I do think somewhere that it may have said that he moved to the US, maybe. Right. So the memories would be from childhood and being in the UK, but then... But Phyllis, the she sounds British, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, and that's that's the confusing mm-hmm. part. I think if she sounded American, then the rest of it would kind of make a bit fit. more sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of it. <laughs> I really, I was playing the whole game, just going, "This is," and I've sent you a number of messages going, "This is just a really weird game." Just a really weird walking sim. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not weird like a fuzzy dungeon or yeah, whatever weird indie thing you're doing. It's just unusual game development choices that I just I find that more puzzling than the puzzles in the game yeah yeah because I mean the puzzles in the game as well are like you know when you go to an escape room and it's just basically oh here's a lock open this lock I'll give you a code to another lock oh here's a key for a lock oh here's a code for another uh, another combo lock that's what this game feels like. It's just like endless combination locks. There's no real development of puzzles. There's a few There's a few interesting puzzles in the game, but mostly it's just like combo locks or like, okay, so the one interesting puzzle, which actually really frustrated me and drove me bananas was mm. the, the post office puzzle. So in one of the houses, there's an order on the table and it says he needs to order one more thing. And if you go upstairs, there's a box, and it's all the Mayflower, the Mayday, um, sorry, right. the, the Morris Dancing Kid. They need Mayday bells. Right. I found the stamp. I found that that's what I needed. But this is where that mechanic of you need to write the information in. Uh, what exact Is there an exact phrase I need to put here? Because in the schoolhouse, in the village, there's one that was pretty straightforward, Right. Was that the one we had to write on the blackboard, the name of the book? You have to put the name of the book and you have to put the... The spelling, the word test. The word test, the one that they all got wrong. I couldn't find that. Did you find it? Yeah. Ah, I couldn't find it. I I got the name of the book. So if you look at the wall, the items are all in these little cubbies in order. (sighs) 
And so you get to the last one, and it's a spanner. Ah, uh, oh god! Which I had trouble because we don't use that you know, word. <laughs> so another, I, another how, weird. How thing. do I spell this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one where I forgot about. Oh, I can look at the item. It took me a while, and then looked at the item. And, oh, okay, there we go. Because it was a weird thing where I thought I had spelled it right, but it hadn't worked. So I must have spelled it wrong. Mm-hmm. How else could I have spelled it? Like, <laughs> It it is spelled as it sounds, so you know mm. phonetically, I got it. It's a I did, I did the playground thing outside. I did the the um do not the knots and crosses thing outside. That's a tic tac toe for did, everyone else. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I did that, and I, I got the name of the book. Okay, um, but, but this is another time where I do that. I know it's on the sign, not too far away, yeah. and I could, but I never got a piece of chalk to do it with. Ah, uh, okay. You just start clicking on it, yeah. and it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, but oh, yeah. So my what was my point? My point was that the um, yeah. So there's a there's a the, yeah. So so back to the post office thing. There's a there's a yeah, an order form, and it's the same thing. I spent so long typing in Bell, Maybell, Morris dancing. One bell. Yeah, one. You know, it's not one bell. It's one set of bells. Yeah, but one set of bells. I think does not fit. <laughs> yeah. I, think I tried that. So what it is is it's that stupid bloody mechanic where you have to hold down and look at the item because he's because he says he's got one of them but he needs two, and so it's upstairs and those little ankle bracelet bell things they're called baldricks, <laughs> and so you have to type in baldrick. Ah, uh, okay. And well, then, that's why I didn't solve that one then. And then so you take that, then you post it in the post office. The item immediately arrives. You go in the post office. You get it. You put it on the table. You get a little thing. It's like oh, that drove me. That was about. That was about the point where I realized, like, Fuck this. I'm done with this game. I'm done with these puzzles. I can't say that. That was the point where I realized, like, I am done with these puzzles, man. Nah. If I if it's optional and I don't have to put myself through this, why bother? Nah. I did try a few others. So one of the ones that bothered me was the church bells. I really wanted to get the church bells to work. Okay, I, I, I totally missed that. There's a piano that needs tuned. I was Did able that. to do that. But you, there are some things that I think you have to do the piano tuning before you can get to that one. And the same thing with the school. You have to do the painting room. You have to do the knots and crosses to get the paintbrush to go in to paint on the empty wall. Right. Which allows you in some way to get behind there and behind there is the time capsule which you need the code for and here's one where you actually need the code from a different map oh wow you need to go back to the harbor to get that one if you didn't write it down somewhere which i didn't right okay because it's some important date in their lives that's the code so you need to get it and there's not a lot in there. It's this message. It's this message saying, "Well, if you found this, we left this as a token of our love." It's it's Tom and Jean, I mm. believe. And there's a song. So you need that song to play on the piano, and uh. also that song is what you need. I never did open up all the ropes, but apparently you can ring the bells in order to make the 
the song. the song, and then that will fix the projector in the church. Wow, that's a lot. I tuned the piano, and then I was like, then I tuned out, man. It was like, that was it. That's part of my problem. If I need to bounce all over like that. And not really even knowing what is significant in an area or what, like, kudos to the guy that wrote that walkthrough, man. Holy moly. It's like, because that would have taken months to write, to put everything together. Which is why this is a good puzzle game in a sense, like, if you've got the discipline, because there's no reward for it. I definitely got the impression from some of the message that he added to bits and pieces. So it's like a community effort kind of thing? There's a little bit of that, saying, oh, I got some solutions from here and here and here. I didn't get them all on my own. Mm. Fair play, fair dues. I appreciate that. But also... In the time capsule bit, he's like, well, after you've wiped your wiped your eye after that sweet moment. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> but I think that there are some people who possibly who have gone through the whole thing who may mm. feel more for these characters. Or maybe just people who are more in tune with it or who are much easier to dive into characters and add more story of their own. They are filling in the gaps themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't really. And that means that I enjoy a lot of things less than other people, I believe. Because I do that usually. I definitely do that. I put myself in the role of that person. And I was expecting that of this one. I thought you were going to fill in the gaps. You were going to say how beautiful their story was. And I appreciated it. It was okay, but it was missing a lot for me. And it didn't really get me into those characters. Yeah. But apparently it didn't for you either, which surprises me. Yeah. And, so, and, and again, as I was playing, I surprised myself playing this game where I was like, because I've been saying this for years, like, let's play this, let's play this, let's play this. And finally we were like, okay, let's do it. And I was really looking forward to it, and I was just so disappointed. You normally fill in the gaps. I mean, that's part of where we started this podcast with, was yeah. what What are you seeing that I'm not? What are you adding? So, one, what are you adding that the game doesn't actually have, mm-hmm. or the movie doesn't actually have? Yeah. Or two, you know, what am I missing because I'm not adding something to it? Where Where am I missing? But I, I don't know. I just felt that it was too. It was just too fragmented. So I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. I couldn't follow it. And t- in the end, I just ended up like oh, I just didn't care. It wasn't. It was. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to use those cliche words like engaging story, but it just wasn't. I just. It was missing something for me. It's all well voice acted. I mean, the voice actors did a great job. The the the, the scene was like the, the setting was great. I, I loved the area that we were in. Um, I liked the um, the smoothness of gameplay, moving around, the ability to sprint, the, everything else, everything in the game. The game can't be faulted for that. It was just the way that they, the like the vehicle for the information was just didn't do for me, man. It didn't do it. And it, it, it if you wanted to be a detective style game, then make a detective game. But like I said, if it, if it is a game, if it's supposed to be confusing me because it's a game about dementia or I'm playing a character with dementia, then mission accomplished. Well done. You confused the hell out of me. But in, in the end, it made me just not... It, made, it, it was too difficult for me to keep up. And so I gave up. There's some other things about the game that did kind of irritate me. Uh, I don't like 
real historical people being thrown in and Alexander Graham Bell and his work on the telephone apparently was there. Well, his workshop, A. Bell, and the notes talking about how he's trying to work on communications. <laughs> I didn't even put that together, man. I just looked at it as Bell, like a guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, A. Bell. I, did, I, didn't, I did not make that connection at all. That's how little I looked into this game, man. It's like, and and also, like, really? Did you solve the thing with the puzzles with the the boys outside, like the the flashing lights, like ding ding ding? It's like, do they always look like that? It's like it's a co, it's a combination thing. You gotta, they're they're all floating in the harbor, and so when they when they roll over with the waves, they'll light up or something like that. And it's like, so they constantly do that. I don't think I even saw that one. Ah, okay. Um, well, if you want to ask that, let's get into the puzzles I did attempt. Okay. <laughs> Again, with the walkthrough, because yeah. I was not going through any of these on my own, because I didn't want any of these situations where, oh, I'm going to have to go back to this map and go back to this one. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not dealing with any of that. The church I was working on, but then I think there was one point where I just I, I couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. I really tried in the cider house. There was a way to pick up apples and drop them in, and that looked interesting, but after a while, I just got frustrated and gave up. There was the puzzle with the Morse code. That one I definitely wanted to do, and I did. Urgent stop, need doctor stop, send help now, stop. And then the response is... Just a piece of paper, I think, that you have to feed in, which I was very disappointed with (laughs) because I thought I was actually going to have to somehow type it out or do something. Because you do have to type out, you get pieces of paper that you can put into the typewriters and type out messages. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you have to type it out and then... No, I don't think so. Because did you find those typewriters where there's like a blank sheet of paper? Yes, which is another thing that is very not intuitive at all. But then once you do it the first time, it's okay. You kind of understand. Yeah, put paper in, hit type, and then keep magically, yeah, yeah, keep (laughs) typing, keep typing. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I didn't honestly. My list of puzzles. You you've already beat me on puzzles, man. Because I solved about. I think I did three projectors in 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 total, man. But I think that you finished more projectors because. The projectors were often not just one puzzle, but multiple puzzles to get the projector. Oh wait, I've got I've got a check. I've got a, a, an achievement for puzzles because you get one for every five. So I think I've done five. You've probably done more than me as far as projectors because I would only do what I felt like doing and then stop. Like I believe the coffee was not the whole thing. No, part of it. Yeah, there was a thing where you had to find these pills. And you had to smash the weak point in the shower to smash the wall to get behind there to grab the pills to throw them away so they don't poison anybody. Right. And then something. Well, you're working just in happens. an arsenic mine anyway. You plenty of poison already. Well, and that's why you could easily throw it away because there are all the arsenic dumps. Right. But those convoluted things, it just. You don't have the fun of adventure games. No. At least with adventure games like your Monkey Islands or Grim Fandango, 
there's a lot of funny bits that go along with it. There's nothing funny here. And it's not the moving story that I want it to be. So yeah. it, it, which I just feel like we're repeating ourselves over and over. Again. <laughs> yeah, we have to cut, cut half of this. But that's the problem with the game is you go through this cycle of, all right, new area. Let me see what they've got. There's got to be something interesting. All right, it looks good. Map is confusing, but I'll figure it out eventually. Oh, man, that mine was horrible, man, getting through that area. <laughs> and there's always that promise of, oh, okay, now I'm going to do something else. Like when I finally got to the point where I picked up the lantern and it took me a while to fix the plaque. Right, yeah. Because you have to stand in exactly the right spot to do it. And I had moved from that spot. <laughs> so I didn't know. And I thought, oh, maybe I have to be standing right in front of it. So I went all the way back around <laughs> to try to fix it. No, no, no. Uh, find the video that shows somebody doing this. Oh, no. I had to be in that exact spot. Go all the way back around. <laughs> it said, hold this button. And it will work. You just point. I, I just made sure the crosshairs were on the plaque. It doesn't matter where I, where I stood. Or at least it didn't feel like it mattered where I stood. It didn't for you. <laughs> Apparently, it did for me. I cannot tell you how long I stood oh, there my. in different places trying this. What is wrong with the game? Uh, and when I got that lantern, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yes, something cool. And you use it about... I don't know. Three. I used it about three times. You need to use it until you've fixed all of them because uh, you're going to get your lantern that you're holding will get a ribbon around it if you get all of them. I thought you got the ribbon if you collected all the bows. Is that not what it is? Oh, maybe it is. But there's a certain number to do. Because I finished... No, no, I didn't finish the game. I did finish the game. I finished the game and I was like, all right, I'll just go back in and I'll find those the extra ribbons. And then when I went back in and I went back through the areas and I got the last ribbon, it's like, oh, my lantern's got all ribbons around it. That's nice. But I think it's because I found all the ribbons. Can you finish the game without finding all the ribbons? Yeah. I, oh, I guess yeah. you must because I totally skipped the mine section altogether. I so. skipped an entire section as well. And one weird thing that I wanted, it's not in my notes because I lost my notes, hmm. but... One thing that I noticed was I skipped a, an, a whole area and I went right for the end game. So there's, what is there? There's four areas, yeah? There's four yes, main areas. Four right? main areas. And so I did two of them. And then when I finished the second one, they're like, oh, now you can go here. But they'd expected me already to have, it was almost like they had expected me to do this one. But I was like, but I didn't have to do that because I was here. I could have, I, I could pick where I wanted to go. And so when I went back to this area to go and collect the ribbons from it, it didn't give me any story. All the story had been had finished. So every time I picked up a ribbon, I was waiting for Phyllis's... Is it Phyllis? Yes. Yeah. I was waiting for Phyllis's voice to come in, but just silence for collecting all, all the ribbons. Well, there is a way, I think, if you do everything, you get a better ending uh, of some sort. Okay. Well, maybe I should go back and do it, try and finish it again. Then, but honestly, I don't care. I really don't. Well, don't maybe care. you could just look it up. I'm sure somebody's yeah, put it up yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. There was the puzzle I did with the the clinic. There was a clinic where you have to basically find the time and person 
put their name in the appointment slot, and then that opens up the doctor's office. So the door is locked until you type that in. I didn't even. I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't find this at all. <laughs> it's in the village, which for me was the final section. But after doing the village for a bit, I realized I had somehow skipped the mines altogether. And I think I sent you a message saying, "When am I supposed to do the mines?" Yeah, you were saying, "Oh, I did it after." I did it second. I did but it I wouldn't second. recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what were the mines like? Better than the industrial complex kind of place because that was an absolute nightmare to navigate i got a lot i was getting really frustrated in that place because it's so it's not like it's just a maze top down if you imagine a maze it's like imagine a maze top down but it's got stairs going up over each other it's like a 3d maze yes i was yeah getting really hacked off with that place there were a number of times where i could see a ribbon but couldn't see how to get to it right there was one place where you can jump down but the stairs are broken so you can't go back up (laughs) i also was okay so two puzzles in there the one that was obvious fix the pressure on the valves i did that yeah there was one that was seemed like it was a musical puzzle of some sort for each area which totally beyond me (laughs) that's got to be one that there's 12 steps to get to right but the simple one of about the math. Even you said you got it at first. Oh, oh and then I broke it. It has to equal 18. But then <laughs> I broke it too because the thing is, I thought I had to do it for each area. Me too. And try it a second one and the whole thing explodes. And then I thought, well, maybe that's why I didn't get to go to the mine because I broke that machine. No. The mine was actually, it had an interesting little mechanic. So you, you remember in the industrial place where you got that pressure gauge for each hall kind of thing like the the arsenic hall or whatever it was called so you put in the digits you've got that but imagine that but it's an elevator and it takes you it it fuzzes up your vision so you go to 720 fathoms and then the map changes just and then you're you're in a new area you go to 400 fathoms you're in a a different area but again i just got bored and then i I left because i collected all the ribbons and then i was like right i'm done i'm out oh no I'd already finished the game by this point. That's right. So I got the ribbons around my lantern and then I just hit escape. Oh, and exiting this game. Don't, come on, guys. We've talked about this. Don't make me press 10 buttons to get out. Like, press escape. Press OK. Go back to main menu. Press OK. Exit game. It's like there's six steps to exit the game. Yes, it's very frustrating, though in their defense, our podcast was not out. When they were making the game. <laughs> so hopefully from now on, from now on, they won't make that mistake. Or anyone, just stop, stop that. It's easy just to alt, alt uh, whatever out of the game, you know, just shut it down manually. Just control, delete. <laughs> uh, but um, should we talk about the rooms with the camera flash? Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about the what I refer to as the ghost rooms. There seemed what to, were you thinking? There seemed to <laughs> always be three things that you need to take a picture of. The first one I did this for, I was absolutely baffled as to what I was supposed to be doing. And even, I think, what button I was supposed to press for the camera. Flash, everything, like taking pictures, but nothing, nothing, nothing. And then, oh, well, there's something that actually stands out. Take a picture of that, and yeah. that appears. 
Yeah, I I think it's an interesting mechanic that could be used in the right way, but in this one, it just didn't feel like it. I mean, we've had this mechanic in plenty of other games before, but never in a walking sim, and never, like, why is, why, why is there no end to it? You just wander around until you think, all right, I think I've found everything, and you go back out the way you came in. That's dumb. I have an ending so that I know that I've got everything. We're also missing something. So, for example, the birthday one, great. I see a picture fraction of the world when you take the picture of the presents, of the cake, mm-hmm. of, I think, the camera. Right. And that's it, right? <laughs> that doesn't really add anything to my story here. But I think... The notes you get around that are supposed to add more, but I didn't really. I think I know why you don't. Why you don't remember the crime tape scene because you didn't finish the mine. That's no. That, that'll be why. I found one that had a crime. Ah, tape scene. okay, yeah. okay. Because if you obviously you have to finish all the ribbons to get or to open those doors. Maybe so I didn't be... get as much of it, but there was one where something clearly had gone wrong. Gone wrong. Yes. Even those places, like okay, the mechanic is silly, like. Do I really have to walk around flashing things? Uh, sounds a bit weird, but... <laughs> I know, and I already said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll walk around, like, pointing a camera at things to take pictures of it. Like, who am I now? Am I am I a police investigator? Am I taking photographs of a, of a crime scene? Because it felt like that sometimes. Is that a metaphor for shining light in a dark place of, like, where your, your brain is all foggy with dementia? I saw it as dementia but i saw it more as this is what it might feel like you can remember only really bits and pieces but that's kind of how we all remember things we don't remember the entire day bit by bit we just remember the highlights of of what was important to us or what was emotionally strong for us but the way that you're walking around in the fog and only little bits are clear that to me felt like metaphor for this is dementia. And I was okay with that. But the fact that it doesn't really lead to anything is a bit of an issue. And I really think maybe it's time that we stop <laughs> kind of like being the dead horse and get towards the end if you're up. Um, I was just about to say, yeah, the light, to the lighthouse. All right. There have been throughout the game times where we end up in this room that's this kind of study lounge. Mm. There's always one message in it, which again, I think is from the sun. You need to know that before we jump into the final area. You basically, I, I really didn't quite understand what was going on in this ghost house. Mm-hmm. And I got really stuck in this ghost house for a long time. <laughs> you take a picture of an orphanage document and that takes you to like a huge bunk room in what's probably the orphanage and you see the teddy bear on the bed. You take a picture of the bed. Uh, There's another one where you can take a picture of a chest which fills with toys. And uh, like you take a picture of a tree which creates a chest, which is where I was stuck for ages because I... Okay, is that it? Am I supposed to open the chest? I couldn't look at the back garden kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. With this one, though, 
all of the areas you're supposed to take a picture, I believe, had the red ribbon. But, yeah, for a long time in my notes, I said, I have no idea what to do. Am I supposed to return to the hub? Okay, I'm going to try that. Am I done with the ghost house, I guess? Big <laughs> question mark, because I was very confused yeah. what I was supposed to be doing. In the hub, the plaque on the floor moves mm-hmm. once you've done all the right pictures. So, yes, you do have to go to the hub. A pedestal forms. You place your lamp on it. The lamp uh, clings to the map. It, like, jumps to the map. And a sort of portal opens up. Now you're very walking sim. Now you are. Because you're on rails. Yeah. You're going to just walk up the lighthouse steps in the rain as Phyllis is going to give exposition. She's already given some exposition about the project is going to be closed down. This is Mm. our last chance. The reason I'm doing it is because my sister was diagnosed with an early age of with dementia and she died at age 39. I'd like to prevent that. I get more about Phyllis's story, I feel, yeah, yeah. than I do about Tom and um, Jean. Jean, yeah. But there was one point in the village where she says something about, you know how we are, Thomas. And I'm like, oh, am I Thomas? All right. That's that's an interesting twist, I guess. But since I didn't really care that much about Jean, I don't know. Why am I hearing so many of Jean's memories then? And why is Jean eight years old? I don't understand yeah. most of this. But as we're going in the final, uh, we're walking up in the rain. There's a bunch of exposition. Um, I'm not your enemy. Let go of this dream world. You're going to enter that fireplace room the study mm-hmm. phyllis says you need to hold on to the memories of her you go up a spiral staircase where i think things start falling apart gene is waiting for you at the top gene screams <laughs> <laughs> i think that's when when the place starts to crumble right and thomas is knocked out of the building and into the water we change over we emerge from the water and in the dream home that forms around a TV. So we're now in that kind of ghost house again. Yeah. We click on the ghostly images to get exposition from Jean. Uh, the mother left. The mother wasn't killed. The mother left. Uh, okay. Or at least that's the story Jean says. The father was drunk. We knew that. Mm-hmm. We knew that multiple times by now. Yeah. Uh, Thomas ran off. Jean found him years later in a care home. Yeah. <laughs> so... When they were in love, they must have been still kids, like teenagers or something. Yes? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. The memories aren't happy, but they shaped things, this is what we are told. The lighthouse plaque now reads Thomas Fletcher. So we know mm. that's our name as our character. We sit in the chair and rise to light up uh, as there's a recording of Dr. Phyllis. And um, Thomas, like, there's this recording that plays. Uh, she has a lamp. It was important to Jean. Uh, oh, actually, it wasn't important to her. It was important to him. She kept it all those years, this lamp. Right. And that's why it's so important in all of his images and his visuals. And then it closes just on the music box, which I believe was something that he gave to Jean and it was important to her. Mm -hmm. And then the music plays and then you just kind of fade out and that's the end. Right. I definitely got a second ending then because the one where you're going up in the rain, 
you get to play that again, but it's all sunshine and you get to go up to the top again and something different happens. So I do remember that. Maybe you got that for having all the ribbons. All the ribbons, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's the good ending. So I don't don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Uh, I really... um, Hang on a second. Let me just put this page there. No, there's nothing on the back of that. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there you go. Ether 1. What a... I'm glad I played it. Just to get it out of the way. Is that the only reason you're glad you played it? I mean, I'm glad I played it because it's been on my list for a long time. It's been on our list for a long time. And I'm glad that I've seen what it is. Otherwise, if I'd not played it, I'd still be going, oh, this game's going to be really good. I'm glad I played it. If you like this game, more power to you. But as someone coming from someone that loves puzzle games, loves story games, loves walking sims, this game failed on every front for me, man. And I, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. I am as well. I'm not surprised that I didn't like it, but I'm very surprised that you didn't. And I I think you've kind of summed it up. I think normally this is the part where I want to do some sort of summary, conclusion, mm-hmm. but I feel like we've done it already. Yeah. So, much like you, if you enjoyed it, I am so happy for you. I would try something else they do and hope that it would be better. Mm-hmm. But I have no desire to finish Ether 1. Gaps filled and more gaps created.